You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk of North Alabama. This is Phil Williams, the host of Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. You know, I've got scheduled on my um, on my agenda for the day to go to a different topic, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's hard for me to go to a different topic right now. Um, that last segment with Hamid is, uh, is one of those, it's almost to the point of being an emotional topic for me. I mean, having served in that war zone and having served alongside that young man and, and knowing what he's going through right now, worrying about his own family and, and other friends that we served with and who served with us, um, it is... Uh, it is difficult to move on, and I, I think we've got other people. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do right now. 866-494-9866. It's 866-494-9866 is the studio channel. I'm not going to rush off this topic. I've got other things to talk about. I'll get to them. we got plenty of time. I'm going to be here every day from 2 to 5. But if you want to call in and talk about how you feel about this uh, situation with Afghanistan, I'll be glad to take your call, 866-494-9866. And I'm going to go to John in just a minute. John from Huntsville is already holding on the line. I do have to tell you guys, though, I have to do the commercial thing. And the reality is it's, it's pretty easy because I know these people personally. For 23 years of experience, our folks at e-tax breaks, e-tax breaks have been helping people find over 3,000 different government programs that Literally, just basically the government pays you money, tax credits, tax incentives, grants, things you didn't know you even qualified for. If you've retained your employees, hired employees, survived a, a pandemic as a company, you may find out there's things out there available for you you didn't know existed. And etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side, just go online and see what they qualify for. They won't get paid unless they find you money. Hey, listen, Copper, um, that was a pretty solid segment with, with Hamid, don't you agree? Absolutely. And I'm quite horrified to hear everything he was saying. I, I think too many people in this country take for granted that the rest of the world has what we have. And I'll be honest with you, it's, it's certainly a, aspects of the infrastructure in Afghanistan have improved since we've been there. Uh, I do know that for a fact. But when I was there in the beginning of the war, the Taliban were such Neanderthals. I mean, literally the, the worst um, dark alley in Alabama was better than the best road in Afghanistan. Wow. Um, and, uh, and, and what they've lived through as a people, and I mean multi-generations, because the Soviets, um, and by the way, people don't forget, this was not always like, you know, third world country. Aspects of the country have always been somewhat third world, but Kabul uh, was, was actually a fairly cosmopolitan city before the Soviets got there. We had an embassy there. I'm sitting here right now, by the way, uh, Copper, right here on the shelf in the studio studio where I'm at. I have some of my treasures on the shelf, and one of them is in a, in a, a little acrylic case. It's a Coke bottle, and if you look close, you realize that the Coke bottle on it says bottled in Afghanistan. Hmm. It was found on the floor of the U.S. Embassy when troops first got back uh, after 9-11 and reopened that embassy. It was found laying on the floor. That embassy, I'm told, had laid there um, since the Soviets invaded in 79, no one touched it for the most part, which is crazy because the Taliban were all over the place. No one touched it because an old caretaker who was loyal to the U.S. had allegedly told everybody the place was booby-trapped and he didn't know how to, um, <laughs> how to fix it. And so people left the building alone, That's and it was like a time capsule. When they, when they opened the, the doors and went in for the first time, there were like pictures of Kissinger on the wall. And, you know, just, it, was, it was like nothing had changed. And then... This Coke bottle that I have was found on the floor that first day, and I've got it on my shelf. 
Hey, 866-494-9866 is the phone number here. I want to go to John in Huntsville. Uh, John, this is Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. What's on your mind, man? Hey, how you doing? This is, uh, my name is actually Sean, but, uh, I'm sorry. Hey, I commanded, I commanded, uh, what we call national police transition teams in Iraq in six. And, uh, basically, uh, I was able to get two of my interpreters out, uh, same story like you had on your radio. One's name's Rod and the other Paul, uh, both doing very well in the United States, them citizens, um, family are citizens. Um, one living in San Diego, uh, very successful locksmith businesses. The other one in uh, Dearborn, Michigan, running a hotel, um, owns a hotel. Um, it's wow. a travesty that we would leave any interpreters behind. I know the struggles that they go through, and I know the struggle I went through to get them out of the country and, and put them up in the United States. And, uh, you know, what do you say when Paul tells you that you saved his family? You know, I, I don't know what to say to that. And if we leave any interpreters over there, we are ashamed for us. Yeah, and, 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 and hey, man, thanks for your service. Appreciate uh, what you've done, and uh, I completely agree with you. I mean, that's, that's it. I, earlier in my comments when I opened the show, I talked about words that matter, and some of the words that matter to me are the Ranger Creed. Uh, when I went through Army Ranger School, we were required to memorize it, but it became something that was not a requirement for me to live by after that. It was easy. And, and, and one of those lines in the Ranger Creed was, I will leave no fallen comrade to fall into the hands of the enemy. And, and I feel like that's what we're doing right now. Uh, I do. Uh, Marcus, thanks for the call, and thanks for your service. I appreciate you being on Right Side. I'm sorry, Marcus, that was Sean. Thank you for being on Right Side Radio, and, uh, and we hope to have you back on uh, someday, maybe talk about your experiences. Listen, folks, um, it's a hard situation. I am going to go ahead and shift gears. Uh, we will talk about Afghanistan more. In fact, in the 4 o'clock hour, I'm going to open up the phones wide. We'll talk about all kinds of things. We'll go free range if we want to. Right now, I'm going to go ahead and just shift to a different topic. i got to tell you, I'm kind of wearing it as a badge of honor right now, but apparently the ACLU is mad at me. How does that happen? Well, I don't know, maybe because I'm a conservative, but the reality is the ACLU has apparently taken issue with Phil Williams and the Alabama Policy Institute, where I also do work, and that's just a crying shame. I just feel bad for them for uh, not liking the fact that uh, the, the Alabama Policy Institute and me in person uh, have written a letter to the Alabama State School Board requesting that they reject any implementation of critical race theory in schools in Alabama. How hard is that to figure out? So, so first of all, let me just say this. I'm going to back up. I'm going to spend a little time. We're going to have a break here in a few minutes, and I'll probably have to come back after the break and get back on this topic. But the truth be told, this is a big deal, and this is happening left and right. I mean, today's news is a target-rich environment for conservatives because we got the Biden administration just claiming that nothing was ever accomplished in Afghanistan. Uh, and in my opinion, we won that war. They just lost the peace. But the next thing we've got is that critical race theory is this entire concept that, that proclaims that the United States is founded upon and is still today a systemically racist nation and that if you were born of a certain color, you are either oppressed or the oppressor. And they want to teach that in our K-12 schools. Oh, but certainly not, Mr. Williams. There's nobody teaching that in K-12 schools. Well, the idea centers on the racism, on the idea that racism is systemic in the nation's institutions and that they function to maintain the dominance of white people in society 
literally. That's what it's, that's what they that's what they go by. And and they're kind of claiming that Republicans are just viewing this as an effort to, you know, rewrite history. And 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 well, I got news. They are literally holding critical race theory training sessions in major institutions and government agencies and in defense contractors and and other major corporations. And oh, by the way, it's bleeding into our schools where they teach that white people are inherently racist and they should feel guilty because of some kind of perceived privilege or advantage. And I, I, I got news. That is not the United States in which we live. Have there been issues that have been bad? Yes, there have. That is not the nation in which we live now. But they say it's not being taught in schools. And yet, funny thing happened just the other day. On the way to Right Side Radio, I happened to read the news. And the National Education Association, who's that? Oh, the teachers' union. Most liberal freaking organization in the world. The National Education Association, which, by the way, your Alabama Education Association is affiliated. So don't think for a minute that's something somewhere else. The AEA helps provide dues to the NEA. And so if you think for a second that by being a member of the AEA, that you're not in some way affiliated with the positions of the NEA, you're wrong. Maybe you didn't elect to have your dues check off go to the NEA, but you're still part of an organization that affiliates. Go ahead and get over yourself. If you're a member of the AEA, you're supporting the NEA. And the NEA just came out this week and said that they're going to spend over $100,000 promoting critical race theory in schools nationwide. They adopted a motion at their most recent uh, annual meeting, which was just last week, to promote critical race theory And the details of the motion, oh, by the way, were scrubbed off their website the very next day when the public found out about it. But the motion, before they scrubbed it, we were able to see that what it said was they were going to, quote, share and publicize through existing channels information already available on critical race theory. It said the words. They used their outside words, and we heard them. What is and what is not. And they have a team of staffers who want to learn more and fight back against anti-CRT rhetoric and share information with other NEA members, which, by the way, bleeds down to your AEA. And they're also going to provide in-depth studies that are already created. You know what that is? That's called the 1619 Project that tells you that the nation was founded not by our founding fathers, but by racist slaveholders, and that all we're about these days is built on the backs of slavery. I got news. Slavery did exist, and it was wrong. Jim Crow did exist, and it was wrong. They have all been repealed, and we have fought and bled in this nation to make sure that we get through the scourge of this. And the idea that we have to teach it as still existing is wrongheaded and actually ridiculous. Kimberly Crimshaw, who is a founding critical race theorist, said recently, it's an approach to grappling, quote-unquote, with a history of white supremacy that rejects the belief that what's in the past is in the past and that the laws and systems that grow from that past are detached from it. Well, I got news. What's in the past is in the past. Systemic means the laws would still exist, but when the laws have been repealed and or replaced, it does not any longer exist. Critical race theory is a scourge, and the idea that we're going to teach our kids that in some way they are born either oppressed or oppressor is just wrong. And so the Alabama Policy Institute, where I'm affiliated, joined with our friends at the Eagle Forum, And we helped draft a resolution that we believe the state school board, and by the way, Governor Ivey is the head of the state school board, we believe they should adopt this resolution that prevents the teaching of critical race theory in our public schools. I mean, folks, we're ranked 50th in the nation right now in education rankings. How about they get back to teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic? How about they get us out of the tank? And don't try and tell me we don't fund them enough because there's eight other states 
that spend less per capita per student that rank higher than us in education rankings. So money's not the issue. The problem is we have a school board and we have a, a, a statewide inability to focus on what is necessary, which is school choice and the reforms in education. And the teachers union is not there to help with education. The teachers union is there to help just their membership get what it wants in terms of pay raises. So we sent this letter to the state school board and addressed it to Governor Ivey and others. In a minute, we're going to come back from the break. And I'm going to tell you what the ACLU had to say about Phil Williams and the Alabama Policy Institute daring to One say, minute. don't teach critical race theory. And I'm going to be honest with you. I find it to be a badge of honor. If I'm opposed right now to the teachers union and the ACLU, and by God, Right Side Radio is doing the right thing. This is Right Side Radio. We're solid, conservative, and just plain right. Time right now is 3.20. We'll be back right after this. Seven seventy AM, ninety two point five FM, WVNN News Talk of the Tennessee Valley. Hey, listen, Phil Williams hosting Right Side Radio. The time is now three twenty four. Glad to be with you. Uh, I hope out there some of y'all are getting encouraged. Uh, I hope you're empowered. Hope you're enlightened. Hope you're educated. Hope you're entertained, for that matter. Uh, we we will continue to lay it on and lay it on as hard as we can because it's important that some of you out there take on the role of being right side ruffians. And that, uh, that you, you, you decide that, you know, literally you're going to say, not on my watch. That you become a policy warrior because you're paying attention to the details of what happens in state and federal government. And, and, and so that, that's going to be so important, y'all, as we go forward. And one of the things that we're talking about today uh, here on Right Side uh, is this critical race theory thing. And, and it's an amazing situation we've got. The dichotomy of liberals. I mean, do they not think that we, we hear them? Hey, liberals, we can hear you talking. And you're saying things out loud. And sometimes you're putting them in print. And when we put them all together, guess what? We can figure out what you're up to. And so I just told you in the last minute of the last uh, segment that critical race theory is, is, it a, is a scourge upon modern society. And it's an attempt to subvert um, the, the ideas of America and the ideals of America and the fact that we are the greatest nation in the history of the world. I have no problem saying that, uh, that I love this country and that I do believe in it. And, and all that to say, does it have warts and blemishes? Of course it does. It's still the best one in the world. Does our system of jurisprudence sometimes fail? Yes, but it's still the best one in the world. Is our military sometimes have problems? Yes, but it's still the best one in the world. I love seeing that flag fly. And listen, you guys, go ahead and just stand up and say, not on my watch. This is my country. We're not going to let it happen. Critical race theory is trying to tell the world that we are not that. Critical race theory is trying to say that we're systemically racist, that we're an apartheid nation, and that all these things that we know and love are really not true, and that you're either born an oppressor or an oppressed. And so, like I said in the last segment, sent a letter from the Alabama Policy Institute with my signature on it uh, to the state school board and Governor Ivey. If you're not familiar, Governor Ivey is the head of the state school board by virtue of her position. And we're asking them, a resolution was promoted 
drafted by Eagle Forum and Alabama Policy Institute, we're asking them to prevent the teachings of critical race theory in K-12 schools in the state of Alabama. Oh, wait a minute, but surely they're not. But yet I just told you a moment ago how the National Education Association, the teachers union, which affiliates with the Alabama Education Association, is literally saying, oh yes it is, and we're gonna fight to keep it, and we're gonna put money behind it. Well, so a letter came out yesterday the ACLU is mad at me. Go figure. I must be doing something right. Dated July 7th, 2021. There's the letter. It's in my hands. To the members of the Alabama State Board of Education, we write to you today out of concern for the letter and resolution presented by the Alabama Policy Institute regarding the appropriate teachings of race, gender, racial injustice, and the teaching of what some believe constitutes critical race theory. Mr. Williams, that's me, by the way, Mr. Williams attempts to manufacture a narrative that critical race theory is permeating K-12 classrooms to sow hatred in this division, and that is false. I got news. I just finished telling you that the day before this letter from the ACLU, the National Teachers Union said it is in the classrooms, and they're going to fight to keep it there. Oh, but surely not. ACLU says Mr. Williams is manufacturing a false narrative. They go on to say, it is sanitizing the teaching of our history and the legacy of slavery, oppression, racial injustice, and social inequity. And it's an affront to the First Amendment and the monumental advances for civil rights and equal protection. Listen, y'all, hear me say this. I think critical race theory just sucks. I think it's a scourge. But the truth is, we do know that slavery existed, and it was wrong. We do know that Jim Crow existed, and it was wrong. In my lifetime, things have changed. But the reality is things have changed. If we were systemically racist right now, then the system would still have laws and policies in place, and they don't. You are not allowed to discriminate by law on the basis of color. And yet to tell someone in K-12, oh, you know, you were born privileged and you are automatically an oppressor, or you were born oppressed, good luck having any luck in life. No. This is the greatest. You just heard my friend Hamid come on a moment ago. He came to this country with $10 in his pocket. ACLU, you can take a flying leap. The reality is this letter goes on to talk about how we have got to get past things like the letter written by me. And they encourage the school board not to adopt a policy that bans critical race theory. Well, how about this, school board? Adopt the policy and thumb your nose at the ACLU and get back to teaching our kids and get us out of place number 50 in the United States. Folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got plenty more to do. Got my friend Matt Clark from the Center for Law and Liberty coming on. One more thing you need to know, though, is there's a company right now called ZLA Solutions, and they can help you find jobs, people. Go to ZLAUSA.com, and you will find out that if you're a business needing to hire or you're a person needing a paycheck, you can go to ZLAUSA.com. They put people to work all over the state of Alabama, and they can do it for you. Right Side Radio, Phil Williams, solid, conservative, just plain right. We'll be right back. This is News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN.